Who's that knocking at my door? Moving silently across the floor. Who's that lurking in my hall? Tapping lightly on my wall. Who's that hiding in my shed? Is it something scary? Something dead? Who's that rustling in the dark? Something caused my dog to bark. Who's that crawling up the tree? Peeking in and watching me. Who's that in the blackness deep? Towards my house, I hear it creep. Who's that calling on the phone? Looking in, I'm all alone. Who's that giving me a fright? Scaring me so late at night. Who's that in my bedroom mirror? Shadows growing, drawing nearer. Who's that crawling up my stair? I want to look, but I do not dare. Who's that turning the handle around? Opening my door without a sound. Who's that playing with my toys? They move around, but there's no noise. Who's that in my attic room? Cracking and rattling in the gloom. Who's that lounging in my chair? It rocks and rocks, but no one's there. Who's that creeping in my window? I hide my head beneath my pillow. Who's that whispering in my ear? My heart beats with tremendous fear. Who's that tugging at my bed? Or is this all inside my head? Who's that when no one is there? And something lightly touched my hair. And something brushed against my face. And on my cheek, I felt it place. A horrid, slimy, cold, dead kiss. Who's that saying, who is this? Hello, and welcome to another briefcase around the campfire. Oh, man, oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back (laughs) to the Black Ace Diaries. We are usually three old friends learning everything we can about movies and TV, and hopefully teaching you in the process. But today, we're starting out our annual frightening February, Adam's favorite month. Oh, man. (laughs) have to be annual <laughs> i mean robin said it, it's annual it's now my, so it has to be annual it's my birthday month <laughs> why did it have to become this it should be dinosaur february or something like that but the alliteration <laughs> yeah. adam i know if you're if you're unfamiliar in frightening february and in october usually we do a briefcase where we leave the studio and we go on location today we're recording an undisclosed Location. We're not going to tell you where we are. Nope. But it's uh, hella spooky. It's very scary. It's a very scary it's place. Scary. We have a nice little fire here, and we're going to just tell some scary stories. It's not going to be about movies at all. This is just going to be us just, you know, you talking know, about. I, I never thought to, like, find a spooky story that's movie-related, <laughs> but I guess I could have done that. I guess we could have, but, but you know, nah. Whatever. Yeah, this is our break that we that we take every. The rest of February will be about movies. So yeah, the rest of February is gonna be about horror. <laughs> yes, 
Ah, <laughs> uh, so how would you guys like to start? Who who wants to start talking? And we'll just we're gonna share stories that are personal, from, ones from friends, and ones that are made up, ones we got online, those kinds of things. So it's gonna be a good time. Spooky tales, yeah. You know, it's funny. I I don't have anything specific. For, personally like that's happened recently i suppose i know i've mentioned before that i've always been afraid of the dark in some forms like you know i used to sleep in the basement of my parents house blah 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 treading old ground here (laughs) but one thing i'll say is now being married to ariel and having been to her parents house a few times so they have a farm which is some acres and then all surrounded by trees they don't grow anything on it it's not like an active farm, but it's just a farmland, right? They have had animals and such before, but not currently. But having slept at that house a few times, it's always just a little bit eerie just because of the the area, right? Yeah. And I'm just wondering, like, what are your guys' thoughts on simply what makes the forest or, or nature at night scary? Because for me, it's almost more scary if there isn't any sounds or something Mm -hmm. like that. Because right now, being winter, it's really quiet outside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Especially, and the woods are quiet on their own. Mm -hmm. But would it be scarier to hear something? Like, even if it's just creakiness of trees and wind. I think that is what makes it scary, is it's so silent, and then all of a sudden you hear this, like, crack of a a branch, a little tiny branch or something, and you're like, what is that? Just the movement of the trees, or is it? Yeah. I love love the woods. It's scary, (laughs) though, man. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I like all the noises. (laughs) But I think it would be scarier if it was silent and there was nothing out there. And, yeah. You know. Cause, because you always come back to it's it, like your mind plays worse tricks on you. You know, your imagination comes up with scarier things than what's actually there. Oh, yeah. And that's just, that happens to me so often. So the room that we stay in is her old bedroom, right? And there's a window that's just out to the field and the trees beyond that right and nothing else it's hella dark out there now and if i if i spend too long looking out that window i'm gonna start imagining things and that's just the wrong idea because that that only makes it only makes me more scared right so just forget about it just turn away from the window or shut the blinds or something forget about it (laughs) <laughs> I I do think the woods are scary because they're expansive and they're a really great place to hide. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if there is something out there, it's it's you you won't see it until it's too late. <laughs> you put it that way. <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's a wonderful thought right there. <laughs> All right. Adam, you just moved recently. Have you heard anything spooky in the house? I did, but luckily no. If you guys, if any of you listening right now are patrons of ours, you would have heard me tell a little story about what I think was like a second of sleep paralysis, you know? Mm, Yeah. And if anyone out there has experienced sleep paralysis, maybe tweet at us or send us an email because it's fascinating but also terrifying. Right. But mine wasn't like what you hear, right? You're consciously awake. 
being and you can't move almost like you're being held down some people claim to see things when they're awake I was still asleep but I remember for like a second being kind of pushed down or pulled into the bed and then wake up huh but that was it that's the only thing I've experienced at this house I haven't heard any weird sounds other than like there are sounds that we have heard but they're all explainable because I've I've seen what's causing them right there's yeah. a tree branch scratching the side of the house a little bit so the neighbors have like a squeaking piece of metal or something that squeaks in the wind like that kind of stuff but nothing luckily fingers crossed nothing <laughs> that I can't explain nothing that's weirded me out that's good yeah because I have a story about uh <laughs> She's like leading yes, into my here story. Here we go. So let's uh, get another log on here for the for the story. So I asked my coworkers today if they had any spooky stories, and one of my coworkers, I'll give him a shout out, Jake. He told me uh, not one that he experienced, but his mom experienced when she was a kid. So her and her parents moved to a house. And you know, moved to a house and there could be, you know, there could be ghosts and you know, anywhere so you might yeah. move. And there was um, the woman that used to live there. She used to sit out on the porch. She had a rocking chair. She would sit out on the porch and, and uh, just in the mornings and stuff. And so she supposedly, I guess, died of cancer or something. And they moved in, and his mom, they would hear, they'd, they'd be in their room or something, and they'd hear outside a rocking chair rock. Oh. <laughs> do they have a rocking chair? They do not have, they do not have a rocking chair. And you know what? Rocking chairs are the creepiest form of furniture in the whole world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aren't is, they? That's true. I love them, but they're creepy. They are, yes. Yeah, I, 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 thousand percent agree i have one in my house that my mom bought me years ago and i'll never get rid of it but yeah of course always it it, just as a psa if Mm -hmm. you have a rocking chair you have to always have something in it yes never leave it never leave it empty (laughs) always always a doll a teddy bear a pillow something (laughs) yeah maybe not a doll (laughs) i have dolls that my mom made though so i trust those but the other than that yeah other than that no But along with that, he said that his mother also one day was uh, sitting down, and I don't remember what he said she was doing, but she was, she was in the house. She looks up, and this woman is just standing there in a nightgown, <gasps> staring at her. And she, apparently he told her that she was just as clear as day, like another, just a person. It just yeah. looked like a person right in front of her. Uh-uh, 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 That's almost scarier, because it's like, is it a person? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? And then, yeah. and then she was gone. Dude, okay. <laughs> no! Okay, th- what the fuck is it with ghosts, like, disappearing? Yeah. So mean. Away? It, like, seriously, <laughs> give me a damn second, will ya? It, it, 
let me let me process that (laughs) yeah i've I've seen you (laughs) i've seen you You see them you blink and they're gone it's like come on what are you scared of ghost like come at me right (laughs) but don't really because i'm terrified of you actually if you would leave that would be nice oh so so she didn't recognize this woman it was just a woman no it was just a woman but i i assume it was the same woman that would sit in the rocking chair Dude. I mean, yeah, it had to have been. What other explanation? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No oh. But he, he said that his mom always said it, you know, it wasn't a malicious, nothing Didn't nothing have any bad. feelings no. of, yeah. Did she Just see it again? Rocking. He only told me of that one, so. Anyways. Oh, that is creepy. That is terrifying. Yeah, yeah um, I don't. Don't know what I'd do if I came across that. Right? Yeah, especially because you like own that house now. Yeah. Oh, yep. Man. Yeah. It's like I I moved into my house a couple of years ago and I honestly like I kinda grew up in a bit of a a bit of a haunted house. My my parents would have disagreed with me that <laughs> it was haunted, but my siblings would but. agree with me. Yeah. Um I would agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we've had some encounters, but yes. yeah. And I kind of you know I kind of like supernatural, spooky things. Like, I think it's kind of fun. and uh, Only sometimes. Yeah, only sometimes. <laughs> I do have a limit, I guess. But yeah. I was happy when I moved in, and I felt like the house wasn't haunted. Yeah. And uh, I've had a couple of things happen there that are a little weird. Like, sometimes my cats refused. There was this one time when my cat just refused to enter the living room. Huh. She just wouldn't do it. Oh, man. Yeah, she'd freak out every time she went in there, and when she would walk in, she'd be on her, like, you know, she'd be hunched up, and she'd be so scared to be in there. And I I would pick her up, I'd put her in, and she would run out. Like, she just couldn't... Dude, something about animals and children, they have that sixth sixth sense. Yeah. I I had Marcy bring her holy... (laughs) Her holy like water yes, yep. over, and we anointed every entrance yes, in the house. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice. it actually d- hasn't happened since then. So, Good. I was just—I just, thought that was really weird. I live along the highway, and I feel like, you know, if place if spirits people die on the highway, you know, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's possible that even if that highway was some kind of trail or path that mm-hmm. people would take, some kind of old road before even it was a highway. Yeah, you know, people would be. St- the spirits would still be walking along it as if it were the old right. road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Recently, I had something really weird happen at my house. I w- I've been watching this Netflix documentary series called Surviving Death. Oh, good. <laughs> Sounds like a real, real great time. <laughs> and uh, I had it on in the background. I was doing dishes. And uh, I was just, you know... It was. I think I just watched the episode about signs from people you love, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. People believe that, like, they see signs, and, you know, yeah. and they attach meaning to them. And I was in, doing the dishes. I cleaned out the sink. I'd rinsed it out, and I probably drained it a couple times. Went upstairs, started editing the show. I came back downstairs later uh, to start dinner. And I walked in, and I went and got a cup to fill with water mm-hmm. for dinner, and there was a pin in the sink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now a I, safety I was... pin, right? Yeah, it was a safety pin, but it wasn't like a normal one. It was a safety pin with uh, colorful beads 
stringed onto it and a little Santa face that said, I believe. I have no idea where it came from. I've never seen it before. I honestly, like I, I asked my mother-in-law, I asked, and these people like haven't been to my house. Like I asked people, everybody that I could think of that would wear something like this. Anybody that would have lost it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, and everybody said the same thing. Everybody said it looks familiar, but I don't know what it is. I've I don't I didn't wear it. It's not mine. That that's the weird. That is the weirdest part about it. Everybody said it looks familiar, but no one <laughs> knows where it came from. Jacob, my husband, even was like, "Are you sure? Are you sure you didn't have something?" I said, "Absolutely. It is not mine. I've yeah. never seen. It looks like something." Like an older woman would wear, you know, yeah. like it's kind yeah. of very like, you know, someone maybe Poor in their sixties. Yeah. 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 And, um, I don't know yeah. how the heck it could have. It's too long since you moved yeah. for it to have been something from somebody that lived there before. Or, or, yeah. Because yeah, if yeah. it was in the sink, like, I mean, yeah, it would have appeared there. Won. Yeah. And it was in the sink. Yeah. It wasn't on the edge of the sink. It wasn't, it was like, and, and it, why didn't it go down the drain? Yeah. yeah. When I rinsed everything out and everything, I'd rinsed yeah. it and didn't go down the drain. No. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> Man. Yeah. It was really weird. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know where it came from. Yeah. So bizarre, man. Yeah. And the people that lived in my house right before me were not older people. They were like a young couple. Mm-hmm. So, but then an old couple lived there before, or mm-hmm. an old person did. So, I don't know. Right, but what, like what Marcy said, it's been too long. Yeah. Surely you would have found it. The only, yeah. the only explanation would have been like it was in the attic, or and it like fell. Yeah. But how? But yeah. how? The yeah. That, no way. Also, the weirdest. I, I, the only thing I can think, the only plausible explanation I could think of, is that it could possibly have been stuck in my pipe, mm. in the sink, and when I was draining, like some water came up. And it brought it back up to the to the sink. Yeah, but like you need to test if it floats. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, it's true. I went ahead and just like pinned it onto a like a bulletin board. Yeah. So I was like, I can't lose it, right? No. Right. Right. I mean, it's a message, right? I'm not supposed to do. I don't know it what says, I'm supposed to do with it. It says I believe. I know. <laughs> you know, I was like, of course it says I believe. Of course. Of course it has words. Yeah. <laughs> After. Robin had just told me about ghosts communicating with words. Yes. Yep. <sighs> I, anyway, but yeah, so that's the weirdest thing that's happened to me recently. Dude, I don't... Man, home buying is, like, scary <laughs> in a lot of ways. It's turning out. <laughs> so shall I read my next one, or do you guys want to do one first? You can read yours. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I'll read my next one. All right. This one is from a Reddit user. Okay. And this is a first-hand account. Yes. That goes by Navajo Joe. I was a kid when this happened. My uncle and I were finishing up chopping and gathering firewood for my grandmother because it was getting dark. Driving back on a dirt road at about 30 miles per hour, I had this awful sense of being watched. Before I could turn to look out my window... My uncle quickly shouted, Don't! And I completely froze. My heart felt like it was beating out of my chest, 
then completely stopped when I heard a tap-tap on my window. My uncle sped up and was loudly praying in his native language. I didn't know what was going on, and I thought it was over until our truck suddenly dipped from the back. My uncle then started saying, Look at me, and don't turn away, over and over. Then I heard it again, tap, tap, but from the window behind me. It was getting harder for me to breathe, and I wanted to cry. A minute or two passed, and the truck dipped again. My uncle looked around and sighed. It was quiet besides the truck and the road. He looked at me and said, We will ask your father to do a prayer in the morning, so the evil will forget our faces. I remember curling up on the seat and just staring at the radio, watching the time. Listening to my uncle sing an old prayer till we got to my grandmother's house. I called my uncle later on because I had a nightmare about that night. We talked about it for a bit. He said, I didn't see faces, just eyes. Like brake lights you see on the road. It watched you. Before hanging up, I tried to joke with him. Why didn't you just step on the brake when it was in the back? No laughter, just a pause. Because it wasn't alone. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I don't like that one. <laughs> That's real, too. Yeah. Uh, somebody's, that was somebody's account. No. No. So, so based on the username Navajo Joe, we can assume that he's talking about... Um, some Navajo hmm. like spooky things, right? And that refers to have you guys heard of skinwalkers before? Mm-hmm. Or or mm-hmm. or shapeshifters. Yeah. Right. And that sounds terrifying. We talked earlier about the woods. And that's like their hangout spot. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. So <sighs> man oh man. <laughs> scary shit. I, I hope to honestly Honestly, there are some fanatics of, like, paranormal and, you know, spooky things out there who have said that they would love to have an encounter of some kind. (laughs) You know, they just want... They are so infatuated by it that they want it to happen to them. But I think they're freaking nuts. (laughs) Never, ever, ever in my life... (laughs) Do I want to experience something like that? Yeah, that sounds a little too much for me. Yeah. You know, a couple of little spooky things I can handle maybe, but nothing like that. That story actually reminded me of something that Jacob told me once, my husband. Yeah, I know. Not that scary. Um, (laughs) That's just your husband. Yeah. He's not that scary. Yeah. When he, Jacob used to travel for work. And he would drive all the way to Alabama from Ohio. Oh, man. Yeah. And uh, one time he was driving along this long stretch of Alabama Highway. Nope. And he he looked in the side view mirror and saw his hand. And his reflection 
started moving. No, man. Come but his on. hand was not. Oh, no, man. What the fuck? <laughs> he said he saw it just kind of like, you know, yeah. kind of just like flexing its fingers, kind of moving. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Oh, Get the fuck no. out of town. Yeah. No. And so he immediately... Um, Floored it? Yeah. He immediately <laughs> found the closest hotel called made a reservation like just stayed there mm-hmm. that night pulled into the point went to bed yeah. yeah she was like either i'm experiencing something that i do not want to experience uh-huh. Uh-huh. on this long stretch of highway or i'm incredibly like i'm just so tired that like some yeah my you, that is possible up. oh yeah some kind of just tiredness hallucination yeah but he said it was so scary that he just immediately just I've got to see. I'm, I'm done. Done yeah. driving. He said, I'm done. Yeah. Because he wasn't supposed to, like, stop yet. And he just, he went ahead and did it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't blame him. Yeah. Even I'm, just being alone like that on long stretches of dude, highways. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, when I had to drive home to Delaware, 315 going north here in Ohio is yeah. quite a long, windy road through trees. Oh, you know, yeah, it is. There are some nice houses back there, so it's not completely... Like void of anything, but yeah. at night none of the house's lights are on, so it doesn't matter. And yeah. They're all pretty far back from the yeah. road, and so it's dark on three fifteen. And I've I've had my mind has freaked me out a little bit, even on oh, a drive yeah. home from a podcast. So, mm-hmm. so I have a story. In life, there are things we know for certain. Look around. You probably know where you are, what your name is, and what you had for breakfast, and what you're going to do tomorrow. But how would you feel if these fundamental truths were challenged? What if it turns out that you don't know anything at all? Imagine driving home after a long day of work to find that the house that you believe you live in is actually a vacant lot. Imagine falling asleep next to your spouse, only to wake up on a mat in kindergarten, realizing that the last 25 years of your life was just a dream that you had during nap time. Not kidding. That's a fear of mine. <laughs> that, ha- yeah. is, like, s- it hasn't been that far, but since college, yeah, I've had that fear of just waking up back at OU. Oh wow, huh? Or picture yourself around a campfire with your friends, only for them to completely disappear, blinking out of existence, leaving you completely alone. These are experiences that reason will tell us will never happen. But everyone has that dark corner of their mind, that black space that will swallow reasonable thoughts the moment that you hear footsteps when we're home alone. This is a story about one of these impossible experiences. Aggie Sanchez had lived in the same house in Southeast Ohio for over 70 years. She never left, not even for groceries, and she never ever, under any circumstances, answered the front door. Everyone in town was familiar with Aggie and her condition. Her home was marked with a black X on every solicitor's route. When anyone came to call, they dropped a note in her mail slot, and Aggie left them a key on the windowsill. Aggie's most frequent caller was Petey, her cousin's grandson. Petey grew up seeing Aggie and loved her like his own grandmother. As a child, he would often ask her about answering the door, but Aggie was steadfast in her refusal. As he grew up, he heard the stories from his friends about the poor old woman that never answered the door. Back in 1945, 
Aggie's parents bought the vacant farmhouse on the hill. Local legend had already claimed that it had been cursed, though no one had much evidence to prove this theory until the Sanchez family moved in. The story had it that the Sanchez family had only lived there two days when they sent 10-year-old Aggie to go get milk. As she walked up the steps of her front porch, she passed a stranger. He smiled and asked Aggie if her family was home. Confused and reluctant to speak to a stranger, she walked past him to find that the front door was open slightly. Inside, her family was nowhere to be found. <sighs> a panicked Aggie ran back to the store and told everyone that her family was missing. The police, firefighters, and everyone available searched the property. The family car was still in the driveway. The pie Aggie's mother had been baking was still in the oven. But there was no trace of the family. Police questioned the traveling salesman Aggie had seen, but he seemed to be just as confused as everyone else. Aggie's aunt came to take her, but she refused to go. Distraught, Aggie exclaimed that her family would never leave her and asserted that she would never leave the house again. So, Aggie's aunt moved in with her niece, and at Aggie's insistence, they never answered the door again. <laughs> it was a cold day in January when Petey visited Aggie for the last time. He carefully walked up the icy steps and pulled out his key. Petey knocked to let Aggie know he was there, but when she didn't call out to him, he rushed inside. Aggie was slumped on the couch, unresponsive. Leaving the front door open, Petey rushed to her side, calling out her name. Her eyes began to flutter slightly as he called an ambulance. Petey wrapped Aggie in blankets as they waited for the squad to arrive. Just as the ambulance pulled into the drive, Aggie opened her eyes and whispered, Burn it down. Burn it all, Petey. With help from the EMT, Petey watched Aggie cross the threshold of her home for the last time. Aggie never spoke again. She fell into a coma before passing away just a few days later. Aggie hadn't left a will, and the house seemed to be her only asset. So Petey shared her strange final words with his family, and they all decided to honor her wishes. No one wanted to go near the house, but Petey wanted to stop by one last time to gather some of Aggie's possessions. He started in her cluttered bedroom, scanning through piles of unopened junk mail and Christmas cards. He'd grabbed some photos and headed downstairs as he heard a knock on the door. Not thinking, Petey set down the photos and reached for the doorknob. He pulled the door open, a joke forming in his mind about how no one answered the door for decades. The moment he saw what was on the other side, however, the amusement on his face shifted to confusion. Petey stood in stunned silence for a whole minute before he processed what he saw. Because even though he had opened the front door, he was looking inside what appeared to be the hall closet. Stepping back, Petey shut the door and opened it again. It was still just a closet. Panicked, Petey ran to the back door to find it only led to a closet as well. He raced to the windows, but they were all sealed and papered over. He banged on walls, screamed for help, trying desperately to find his way out and he eventually collapsed in a fit of dread. Petey remembered Aggie's message. Burn it all, Petey. And finally he understood. 
<sighs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. It's a good start to frightening February. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I put up with this. <laughs> okay. I'm good. Spook- I'm spooked up. A- <laughs> I was going to say, spooked out enough. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I guess uh, maybe we should toss some snow on the fire. You guys ready? Yep. yep. This briefcase around the campfire is now closed. <laughs> <laughs>